good day and welcome to Holding Fast. Thanks for being a part of the podcast today. How was your anchor holding? Is it gripped firmly to the unshakable Word of God? I trust that this new podcast week finds you well, encouraged, and excited about serving the Lord. Uh, I know I have to hit reboot and reset every Monday morning to be able to uh, overcome the uh, sometimes uh, debilitating blahs that can creep in on you after a great day of worshiping the Lord and enjoyment of His presence. Uh, we have to renew that again every day, do we not? That's why the uh, the uh, necessity of personal devotions is something that we should never neglect because it warms my old cold heart, and uh, I encourage you to be regular and faithful in spending that time with the Lord and rebooting your mind and getting it going where it needs to be. All week, it's a challenge, and I want to give you the tools to be able to help you to do that. Recently, uh, well, just in the past few hours, I even received a text from somebody that had been in the hospital suffering from COVID, and uh, they were just debilitated and discouraged and uh, bordering on depression because of the strain that it's been on their body. Uh, they have uh, recovered and they are out. And I thank God that they're re- getting restored to their health little by little. But that's always a challenge when your health is in such precarious condition. And I want to continue along the thought, as I did in the last podcast week, of some encouragement in battling anxiety and depression. Uh, I receive a journal uh, by the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors, and there was an article in there by Joey Parker that I really believe gives some helpful thoughts towards uh, managing the very real uh, presence of uh, depression and anxiety, even in believers' lives. In uh, in his article, Parker actually uh, it concedes, he said, anxiety and depression and I are old friends. <laughs> He said, I regularly invite them in, and they also just show up unannounced, sometimes even without a special occasion. Every visit is an opportunity for me to grow in the knowledge of my Savior and see my faith increase. But if I'm being honest, those are not usually the first thoughts that come to mind. That's an apt opening to this topic, because there are times when there there are occasions that precipitate or bring on discouragement that that uh, uh, break down into full-blown despair. Uh, but sometimes there's just a sense, I don't know what it is, but there's all, often, I, I think I know what it is, but uh, there's often a sense of discouragement that just creeps in from living in a life like we live in this in this existence. And so, you know, it don't have to have always something that's going to uh, going to uh, uh, bring it on necessarily. I know that uh, the great English preacher Charles Spurgeon struggled uh, repetitively with just deep depression and despair in his life from time to time. And here was a man of God who, who of course, he lived in London, England, and everything, the weather there in, in, eight, in uh, 19th century England was very depressing in many ways. But yet he would have to have extended periods of time away from his ministry in order to recover him, himself because it's, uh, the depression was so deep with him. Well, I think as the more I pastor and the more I talk with people, the thing is with depression, uh, and even with, with myself, I sometimes find myself sinking too quickly. Uh, I'm going down too fast uh, at times because, boy, your mind can work at such lightning speeds. 
uh, to be able to set your hope on God real quick, to catch yourself, to establish a pattern in your thinking where you don't allow yourself to go too far down that path that you know is going to lead to just soul, soul uh, uh, dampening depression. Uh, there's other times when I'm too distracted by whatever I'm depressed about to even try to set my hope on God. Uh, sometimes there are very heavy things in life that capture your attention, and it's just you 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 get get away from that, and you your thoughts not thinking on Him. I often forget God's goodness, and and instead I feel alone. If you ever felt alone, that's an attitude that even Job had. If you go back and you read the book of Job in the Old Testament. Uh, you will read very quickly that Job was not concerned that uh, uh, God had abandoned him as much as he couldn't find God. He was going through some very difficult personal circumstances, and he just seemed to have lost the Lord. And it was something that was very discouraging and depressing and alone feeling. Well, when I do, I turn to the Lord. And I find myself feeling like Asaph in Psalm 77. I've read this psalm many times when I've gone through times of despair. And it's always ministered to me. And it's helpful to reset my thinking. When I think like Asaph in Psalm 77, I literally do what he does in verse 1. He said, I cried unto the Lord. Excuse me. I cried unto God with my voice, even unto God with my voice. And he gave ear unto me. He says on down in verse 2, In the day of my trouble I sought the Lord. My sore ran in the night and ceased not. My soul refused to be comforted. He says in uh, verse 2, literally, he said, I stretched out my hands. He said in verse 3, I remembered God, referring to the fact that he meditated. Uh, he said, I remembered God and was troubled. I complained and my spirit was overwhelmed. Down in verse 6, he says, I call to remembrance my song in the night. I commune with mine own heart and my spirit made diligent search. Yet it sometimes when we do that, even when we open our Bibles, it is a great challenge for us to reorient our thinking, to think on God at these times. Because oftentimes I'm met with silence. Uh, where is God? Uh, the psalmist cries that many times. Uh, why won't this darkness lift in my life? Why won't this problem be resolved? Why doesn't this difficulty go away? And although I think I'm doing all the right things, the cloud often still remains. And like Asaph, I'm, I'm left with a choice to make. I'm tempted to ask questions like he does. He asks a question in verse 7. He said, will the Lord cast off for, forever? And will he be favorable no more? He says in verse 8, is his mercy clean gone forever? Doth his promise fail forevermore? In verse 9, hath God forgotten to be gracious? Hath he in anger shut up his tender mercies? My, the questions that he asked. Now, these questions are not sinful. It's okay to ask God questions. Certainly, that's the example you have throughout the entire Scripture. Even hard questions are, are appropriate to ask. When, when you don't understand what's going on through life, you are able and encouraged to pour out your heart before God and share with Him the difficulty that you're going through and your confusion. When I'm depressed, though, it feels like God has turned His favor, His love, His grace, and His compassion away from me. Do I believe it to be true because of my current circumstances, though? 
Am I looking at my circumstances and interpreting that as God's viewpoint towards me? Or, like Asaph, do I choose to do what he said in verse 11? He said, I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely I will remember thy wonders of old. And remember that. This is Asaph's turning point in Psalm 77. It can be yours as well. God encourages you to do that today. To remember his wonders, his works from of old towards you. Uh, And when you do so, God will remind you of some important things. God bless you. We'll, We'll continue on this in the next podcast. I'm praying for you. Walk with Christ. Be faithful. Jesus is coming soon. And I believe that he is not far away. Let's keep our eyes fixed on Christ. God bless.